You're listening to DraftKings Network. Everybody, thank you so much for listening to the Cooligans in the first segment. It's the only segment. The only, only one old segment this time. That's right, but it's still a very long episode, so you know <laughs> how we do. But we talk everything from the World Cup comedy tour, which we just did the first show, to the actual World Cup final. Yes, uh, very, very fun stuff. The pecky rant that went viral. That's right. And... It's a little something going down in D.C. I heard there's a new player out there, and they got a little oh, yeah. new stadium. Mr. Rune. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll figure out his name. He's a he's a youth player. Once we figure out his name, we'll get it right. But that and more on this episode of The Cooligans. Hey, this is Alexi Lawless. There is nobody in U.S. soccer that is more important than the Cooligans. Hey guys, just a quick reminder before we get started with the show, we got to talk about our sponsor, SeatGeek. SeatGeek. SeatGeek has been with us for so long. We're we're in a long-term relationship with SeatGeek. <laughs> <laughs> Things are starting to get weird with SeatGeek. <laughs> SeatGeek is the the uh, official ticketing part, partner of Major League Soccer, uh, but it's not just about getting tickets to soccer games. Dude, they got tickets for so many cool things. So many uh, comedy shows. You can go to music shows. Music shows, they got concerts, everything. But here's the cool thing. They're not just selling you their own tickets. They actually go out, look at all the other websites, and they find you the cheapest tickets for that event that you want. You're going to get the best deal because you use SeatGeek. And look at it. It's right on your phone. Just download that app. It'll even find events and stuff near you. It's too easy to use. That's really the issue. It's so it's so ridiculously easy to use. The fact that you don't have that SeatGeek app installed, it, it's really it's really hurting your phone itself. Right, but it will help us because you haven't installed it yet. Because <laughs> for the, the first time you use it, if you use the word Cooligans, they gonna give you twenty dollars. Use that promo code Cools. They will put twenty dollars in your lovely breast pocket. Oh yeah, even if you don't have a breast pocket, they're gonna cut a hole in your shirt and they're gonna <laughs> shove it in there. You get $20 just for using the code Cooligans the first time you buy tickets on it. We've had uh, friends of ours go to MLS games, yep. and they said, hey, I've never used it before, but I know you guys have a, a, a code. I listened to the show. I got a, finally got a chance to go check out NYCFC, and we used your code, and we got those tickets for mad cheap. They found you cheap tickets, and then they give you a discount for using our code what are you a crazy person i mean why aren't you doing this not using our code you're a maniac honestly if you don't have the seeky gap or if you just did it and you didn't use our code you should get bopped in the head with the microphone i'm using right now (laughs) so yeah so make sure you do that download the seeky gap use the promo code cooligans and you will receive 20 dollars off your first purchase now let's get to our show yeah, baby. Yeah. We're in a hotel room. <laughs> Got that muffled voice, low key, late night, Cooligans podcast feel. Try not to get kicked out of a Holiday Inn in Omaha, Nebraska. <laughs> would that be a first for you, Christian? Uh, it would be a first, uh, but we're also not in a Holiday Inn. Uh, what are we in? We are in a Marriott. Hey. We're in a Fairfield Inn. What? We get, all right, so we got kicked out of this one first, and then we get kicked out of the Holiday Inn. Yeah, it's like you got you to gotta climb up the rankings. You got to climb up the pyramid before you get kicked out. Buddy, you can't check in here. You've never been kicked out of a, about a Motel 6. Oh, uh, oh have you been relegated from uh, Fairfield Inn? Yeah. Oh, you got relegated from Super 8? You got to sleep in the back, in the, in the garage. 
<laughs> Welcome to the show, everybody. This is the Cooligans Podcast. Myself and Alexis Guerreros. I'm Christian Polanco. And I'm that name he just said, Alexis Guerreros. <laughs> That's right. We are your favorite stand-up comedians who host a soccer podcast. And, and not only are we your favorite stand-up comedians, I mean, th- there are some people in Omaha, Nebraska right now that are like, yo, these are legit my favorite comedians. Yeah, uh, we, we changed some hearts and minds Yeah, because we just saw them do stand-up comedy That's and right. talk about soccer. And now my life is forever changed. It's exactly what I've always wanted to happen. <laughs> Happened. Uh, we are, we're not just the funniest soccer podcast. We're also the goddamn gulliest soccer podcast. Also, we also happen to be the livest soccer podcast because you could catch us live <laughs> in nine cities. <laughs> That's right. Well, eight left, you know. Let's get it. <laughs> That's right. Bang, bang, bang. Let's yeah. do it. <laughs> gang, gang, gang. So, and by uh, the way, we're selling gulliest shirts at every stop. So... You wait, wait. So pe- the people listening do not know; they can't see what you were doing. But you said you said selling gully shirt, but you made like a gun. Making the gun. Making hand. the gun. <laughs> I'm making a gun with my hand. And it sounded like you was you were saying uh, you were about to say I'm selling guns after the show. <laughs> I'm selling guns after the show. <laughs> Which, by the way, here is probably normal. That's probably that's probably merch for a midwestern comic. It's just yeah, we got a couple twenty twos, couple Glocks, whatever you want. I don't need to see your ID, kid. Get over here. Get out of that stroller and buy this pistol. Defend your school. Uh, uh, <laughs> yes, I will take a photo with you. Yeah, of course. I'll leave proof of this. Why not? All of a sudden, it's a gun. Gun show, uh, <laughs> love- which, by the way, everything Jay Riddle is at is technically a gun show. That man, <laughs> that's right. So look, uh, is here. So look, th- this is going to be, a, you know, this similar to our All Star episode. Well, this is a very late night. By the way, you can hear it in our you voices. So we had uh, not only a couple of beers. Is that what you're going to say? A couple of beer I had ciders. You know, yeah, a couple I, of ciders. I, I, I keep it low key. You couple know, ciders. Keep, keep it keeping it classy. Yo, you should have seen the super broy. Bartender's face when Christian goes, Yo, can I get ice in that? <laughs> and the bartender's like, Oh, you being for real? <laughs> he turned around, he's pouring the beer, and he just shrugged to himself. He was like, Whatever this guy wants. <laughs> if this dude wants ice in his cider, this guy's getting ice in his cider. Was- also, we said it with like the OD New York accent. You said cider. I was like, Yo, let me get a beer. <laughs> And everyone turned and looked at us. Yeah, he was he was very he was baffled by by uh, you, cider is great with ice. All right, that's how they that's how you do it. That's how they drink it in Ireland. That's how they drink it in Ireland. So, but he was just like, okay, all right. So we're just gonna have uh, one of these liberal elites just yeah, come in yeah. my in my oh, establishment. <laughs> couple of East Coast bubble livers <laughs> out here in the real world. <laughs> all right, put, has anyone ever called you a bubble liver? Let's get that a bubble liver. A bubble liver. <laughs> You live in a bubble. <laughs> no, I bubble mean, citizen. Uh, no, no, they should have. Uh, I mean, they should have better title for the movie Bubble Boy. Bubble liver. <laughs> yeah, bubble liver. I feel like a doctor. He was literally living in a bubble, so yeah. technically, I feel like my doctor is going to say, like, "Well, no, your liver didn't roast; it bubbled. Uh, you have a bubble liver." <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Well, that's the bits are better than that on the stage, folks. That's between you and your doctor. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so keep that. Oh, we all know I use this as a uh, therapist <laughs> and a place to say all of my medical health. Yeah. Yeah, so that the doctors who listen are like, well, you know what? I think I'm going to contact Alexis because he doesn't know how his body works. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can tell him to take opioids for <laughs> any reason, and he will. Hey, we're in the Braxis. Best place to get him. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the World Cup Comedy Tour, we just uh, finished our first show in Omaha, in Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, we 
had a bunch of people out there. The Over 100 people in the show. Bug Eaters uh, I, I represented strong uh, out here. Yeah, the GM was was here. Yes. The owner, obviously, Jonathan Kalura, who we've... We we did a podcast with him recently. Uh, that should be out probably a day after this one comes out. Yeah, unre- for unrele- unrelegated. Yeah, but uh, he's just a he's a sweetheart. Came all the way from uh, Lincoln, Nebraska to come here. Brought a bunch of the players and brought a bunch of the uh, the the fo with him. It's it was crazy, so, absolutely insane. Like, this, I, this whole experience has so, been I mean, w- surreal for w- us. Well, I mean, just to backtrack, it just uh, I, I got in uh, on Monday. Yeah, right. I got here a day before the show. Because yeah. I'm a more as you know, if you're a listener, if you're a regular listener of the Cooligans <laughs> podcast, you know who who brings the responsibility and the credibility to this yeah. to yeah. this project. Uh, I bring one thing and one thing only, and that's ignorance and naivety. <laughs> so two things. So, two. Uh, I mean, two, two one things. Two. One. <laughs> Wait, doesn't Total Soccer Show always say uh, one thing could always could also be something else? I I don't listen to that show. Oh, you don't. No, <laughs> we don't. We are actually allergic to English accents. Uh, no, so. Uh, as you know, if you're, you, we've talked about it uh, a bunch. The World Cup Comedy Tour with Total Soccer Show, also Mike, Michael Madden. Well, you were gonna say that I flew in. Yes, I landed moments before the show you started. You landed. I mean, we it was uh, down to the wire, sweating like, are we gonna cut the blue or the green wire? Right? <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we, we don't know should. if we should blow this whole thing up because yeah. Alexis, uh, there was a storm in New York. Your flight was at uh, 2.20 p.m. Didn't take off till 3.55. Okay. so Because that... LaGuardia, you could spend... Fiorella LaGuardia. <laughs> yeah, you could spend $50 billion on that airport. That... And yet, everyone is just a bunch of fucking idiots in that airport. And I, I don't know. Just to keep... Uh, just provide some context to... Listeners who do not live in New York or maybe have not flown into New York for a long time. LaGuardia Laguardia used to be an abandoned warehouse (laughs) that planes land the next one. I'm not making that up. LaGuardia Airport has been under construction for what seems about 45 years. It is. There's just construction everywhere. There's there's traffic cones redirecting. They redirect the path. Eight and a half million people live in this city. And this airport is still open while it's being completely redone (laughs) like there's just you don't even know what you're driving into you just see a sea of ocean containers because they're using them as offices for like and storage for all this equipment it's just absolute bedlam (laughs) in the streets and then once you get in no one knows where anything is anymore (laughs) honestly just like the tsa is just like an old self-checkout that they just let you do it yourself (laughs) nothing works but i was in the new terminal today i was in the new delta terminal it was beautiful okay um, but the employees, okay? So here's the thing. We still have employees from the Bronx, okay? <laughs> like, your airport can be as beautiful as you want. If you've no. got just a bunch of thugs from the Bronx running everything, this shit's just not going to run efficiently. That's every city, every airport. Everybody it, gets people from the Bronx? Every, they're all from the Bronx, always. Omaha. <laughs> By the way, Omaha doesn't have an airport. I said it on stage. I don't care if I'm repeating it. <laughs> Honestly, when I land and I got out of the, air, I got out of the airplane, I thought we landed at a Macy's. The place is <laughs> <laughs> this place is uh, it's it's one giant room. This air, this airport, uh, Omaha, Nebraska. I don't know. Did you know this? There's a lot of immigrants out of here from like uh, from like Syria and uh, a lot of Vietnamese from back. Uh, the Vietnam War. I didn't know. Like, why are they all coming to Nebraska? What are y'all doing out here? <laughs> well, look, there's a lot of space. You can put them here. That's the problem, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. But y'all got space, but like 
Is there anything else? <laughs> well, no, like uh, Omaha has been incredibly welcoming and loving. The people are dope. Uh, there's so much uh, that we've learned. City needs like a lot more buildings, but the, the, the we've learned are dope. so much about just the the history involved w- with the city and how how soccer, how important soccer is. Uh, and how influential it is. Uh, American Outlaws started in Omaha. Yeah. Uh, a couple of uh, American Outlaws uh, people were out uh, at the show tonight. Yeah, the host of the American Outlaw podcast were here. S- super cool. Uh, just to get uh, hanging out with people, talking to them, really seeing, like, j- just like everyone, you so, you see the, 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 what people are giving and what people, what the, the time that they're donating, the, the, the effort that they're giving to grow the popularity of the sport. And and, there's so much, there's and, so much and, grassroots like love yes. for soccer. And here. I think that's what you, we think Omaha, who the hell is it Omaha? It's just corn and grass and, and uh, more corn mostly. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm all for it. Okay. <laughs> I want high fructose corn syrup and everything. Okay. But I didn't think that there was like, uh, I didn't think there was a soccer community here. Uh, I thought there would be soccer fans. There's soccer fans yes, everywhere. It, but more than I would, that's the best way to put it. There's a, vibrant soccer community yeah there is and let me tell you something if you guys live in a city that's a you know considered a secondary city uh you know maybe or a a a tertiary what the third year what's the third one don't even bother thrice (laughs) thrice what's the other one what's the one after secondary uh, I actually, I don't know. I'm not, ah, I'm not you were trying to give me shit. Look, I don't know either, but I you, tried, right? <laughs> Took a couple swings at the old ball. Uh, so if you live in a city that's not even a secondary city, if you live in one of those, uh, and you, you, you're thinking of going somewhere and you want to start something with soccer, just like Jonathan Kalora did with bug eaters, uh, Omaha seems like a great place to do it. There's a lot of people that love the sport here. Yeah. There's ample room for stadiums. New oh. York City, get it popping. Yeah, well, we went to uh, – you didn't. You weren't here yet, but we went to uh, Bug Eaters training. Oh, you didn't do that right before the show? <laughs> <laughs> 12 minutes before <laughs> before the show began? <laughs> Listen, when I got here, I did not think I was even making the show. <laughs> so, but uh, we went to Bug Eaters uh, training, and there – you know how – uh, like the issue in 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 big cities is like getting a soccer specific stadium can't can't find one. Omaha has about fifty five soccer specific stadiums. Yeah. There's too yeah. many stadiums. There's too many stadiums here. <laughs> They're all in the way. We're like we can't get anywhere. Honestly, the entire MLS season could be played in <laughs> Omaha. That's very very true. Yeah. A lot of space. A uh, lot of pitches. Uh, and, so- and yeah, soccer is very readily available here, man. Uh, you just even driving uh, around and, and uh, a lot of the just the parks have have mini pitches and you see kids playing and just beautiful sight to see. Yeah, I agree. Look, and, and we met some Bug Eaters fans. Yeah, there was a lot of Bug Eaters fans at the show and, and two in particular, uh, Jose and Matt. Yeah. Uh, they told us that they they as soon as they you know they the the team started they were like yeah we got to get season tickets and become charter members and uh you know I don't know that there's it's so funny it's like being at MLS fans we get to see sort of the 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 cosmopolitan fan you know what I mean the oh well uh do I want I don't I don't go to a soccer game without my monocle what do yeah, you of course <laughs> yes well your pocket watch obviously <laughs> allowed in but everything else but like. You know, everyone's like, "Oh, but what are the superstars? And is this worth going? Is it an is is it is it a an event or is it a destination event to go to an MLS game?" The people out here are like, "Oh, soccer, we're gonna go support it," and yes. that's it. That's all it takes. I mean, Buggies is quite an example because uh, when we were at the training, I was just like, "Yo, these dudes are ballers. They <laughs> are good. 
They're very good. I mean, we know that they haven't. Uh, they have. They're no Cooligans FC though. I mean, I mean, I mean come on. What are you gonna do about that? I mean, the the bar is set too high. Yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> any of you guys got bits? You don't. You're just good at soccer. That's it. That doesn't make you a soccer. Not team. enough, buddy. Yeah. yeah, but do you get on stage at night? That's the question. What kind of soccer team are you? But they are. Uh, they haven't lost a game this year. They've uh, they've uh, drawn a. They've, they've drawn four games and won uh, won all the others. And uh, and then they have and tonight when you're listening to this they have a a, a big game uh, and they, and which will determine w- uh, who wins the division. So they might win the division. So uh, you know, come on, come dude, on. You met the coach Mark Heath Preston, British guy, nice dude. Really, a guy named Mark Heath Preston <laughs> is uh, British. Big he was, shock. He was born in a crumpet. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. His dad is a scone. <laughs> yeah, that guy is as English as it gets. Uh, but uh, his middle name is Innit. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it was uh, it was just yeah, a very cool. Uh, just just being around it, very serious. It's yes, UPSL club, lower league, but the 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 investment in in. Treating the 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 players like professionals and real like a real club is uh it's not a thing you see at this level and uh I mean bug eaters are doing it they're doing it strong they're doing it real and I look I mean we've talked about this before and we said this on unrelegated everyone needs to pull their weight if this sport is gonna get real big so whatever your main talent is. Uh, you know, do it. We're comedians. We're going to use our voices and our ability to be funny. Well, I, t- I tap down. So yeah. Well, I mean, we know we don't. We're not talking about you're like the best talent, right? <laughs> because if that's the case, I'd just be out there sucking dick. Okay. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> everyone else, that's what I'm good at. Uh, but like, you do what you're best at. And Jonathan Kalora was like, "Look, I have a successful business. I love the sport. How can I help it help grow it?" And he told me next year they're going to have, or at least they're trying. This is in the plans. Uh, they're going to have rooming for the players because a lot of the players are uh, college players on summer break. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and they're going to have jobs set up for them uh, locally so that they can work and live uh, in the city and play. And, and what work a, at a factory, kid. Yeah, get out there. <laughs> Lose a couple of fingers. You don't need them in this sport. You know? <laughs> you want, we got cheap labor. We're making iPhones in Omaha, Nebraska, only in the summers, and these kids are good at free kicks. Uh <laughs> But the netting on the side of the building, instead of anti-suicide, it's so that they could practice free kicks. But uh, <laughs> it's, it's Fuchi. Two uses. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. <laughs> you can play Fuchi against it. So one of the things, the reason I brought that up is like that he's doing above and beyond what a lot of other owners at this level are doing. And it shows in the talent that they have and, and the, the, the skills that they're able to develop. And his goal is to get an MLS player that had played at Bug Eaters. I, you know, from what you tell me, from what you saw, it doesn't seem like it's that far away. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the quality is there. Uh, so, uh, and, of he, course, they have the Cooligans logo on their sleeve, so you know they're okay. going to win. Just, I mean, the level of kindness has been It's a performance surreal. enhancement uh, I mean, logo. We, the, the level of love that we've gotten from just, just soccer fans, from Bug Eaters fans. Uh, it's like they never heard us. never heard what we said about Omaha before. <laughs> Good, yes. Yeah. I'm glad we deleted those episodes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's been great. So let's uh always uh, we always got to mention this uh we're, we're getting a lot of lovely reviews we got a couple uh a couple new ones i, I just read a couple of them the other day. so very very nice uh so just make sure on itunes if you haven't done it uh leave a review 
five stars just show all the love in the world i mean it's been uh it, it honestly it's helped us get to where we are right now we're in a hotel room right after doing a comedy show for soccer fans it, I, I could literally cry with how, how how great it was to do jokes about wandalowski missing the that goal in the 2014 world cup against belgium and people knew what i was talking about yeah you didn't have to be like there's a play your name a, yeah one like this is why you should hate him I mean, yeah <laughs> you know i didn't have to do all that they just no. knew exactly what i was talking they about they knew why to hate him right away <laughs> they were people in uh you know usmnt jerseys uh uh the ethan finley jersey was out here getting there was an ethan finley jersey getting the deep cuts dog yeah, hell yeah <laughs> players that never gonna play again <laughs> in the mess national team so it, uh, it was dope so leaving a review yeah maybe you're maybe not giving us money and putting it in our pockets but you're helping us out a lot helping the podcast grow yeah and if you're listening to us because you heard us on flagrant too that's dope and those guys are great shouts to andrew schultz shouts to akash uh some of your brethren left us a not so couple not so great <laughs> reviews. So it'd be dope if you guys hit us up with a couple five star reviews and just put flagrant two in there just to kind of even the balance. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Exactly. So uh uh all right, so let's tours tours going great. We have more shows coming up. Make sure you go to World Cup Comedy Tour. There's more cities, uh, and we're going to be there soon. Dude, we're in Kansas City tonight. If you're listening to this on the day it comes out, <laughs> come out. We're in Kansas City. If you're listening to this afterwards, Yo, we're going to Portland. We're going to hang out in Portland. We're probably going to go to one of the Portland games, just us, yeah. just me and Christian. But, yo, we got Richmond, Virginia right after that. Yo, let's get it. That's right, man. Uh, so this go to World Cup Comedy Tour and see if we are stopping by your city. But you got to come to the show. Even before we even did the first show, we were like, oh, who? I don't know. who the, Who's going to be here? I don't know what's going to happen. But after we did this first show, I can guarantee you, you're going to have a great effing time yeah and yo kansas city imagine imagine omaha nebraska did better than you at filling an entire <laughs> room dog y'all need to represent exactly so the pressure's on you guys balls in your court yeah come on yo where's all the kansas city fans yo it's not just dan Coozer. y'all need to be tweeting people y'all need to be letting people know worldcupcomedytour.com yeah all right so let's talk about the the more minuscule World Cup, uh, the one that's held in Russia, is done. <laughs> the World Cup is over. It's over, Where and you? your winner is USA. 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 <laughs> okay. Oh, hold on a second. I just got woken up. What were we talking about? <laughs> oh, the Molly just wore off. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, everything feels like cotton. <laughs> so uh, the World Cup is over, man. Uh, we, you know, we. I think we. We last week what we were talking about like just uh, I I think just to to the people who are listening to the show who who maybe heard us for the first time uh or you know uh, after uh you know maybe you wanted to know more about the World Cup but now that it's officially over uh I think we can begin to to be depressed and be, and mourn the loss of such a beautiful. And lovely corrupt tournament. Oh, uh, what a what a beautifully corrupt <laughs> tournament! Uh, all it's, the it's all, kind of perfect for both of us. All you know? the all the greats were there. There's a lot of pageantry that that brings in the Polanco. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a lot of corruption. That's where I come in. You know what I mean? <laughs> so look, it's it's not, it's uh, yeah, every uh, you know project has some flaws. Uh, the, the World Cup is not uh, absent of those, but the France wins the World Cup against Croatia. That is the final. And four you to know two. what's funny? It's like uh, it is four to two. Yes, as you were saying, by the yeah. way, in case people didn't uh, know that. But we were talking about whether this was the greatest World Cup of all time or not, right? And a lot of people yeah. said, "Well, I think '98 was better." 
98 was when France won, correct? Correct. So uh, France you, won two you, of the most exciting I World Cups. I think you were talking to a French person when they uh, when they asked. They were like, <laughs> it seems like, like yes, both of these are very <laughs> exciting. Uh, these are the best ones. Yes, these are these are, these are both very great. I don't know what accent I, I, this is. I wonder why. Yeah. Uh, uh, yes. Um, but I, I will say, my wife uh, was annoyed at the World Cup, so she told me she's like, I know how important this is for you. So I'm going to leave you alone for a month and a half. And in my head, I'm like, all right, it doesn't last a month and a half, but that's pretty dope. <laughs> I'll take the extra. I'll take the cushion, right? A weekend. She's like, how much longer is this going to take? <laughs> this is unfair. I already don't get to see you because you're a comedian. And she used air quotes. Uh, she's like, and now I, I mean, lose to, you. To, to her credit, I also do the same thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she's like, and now I lose you during the day also because of soccer. This is just unfair. And I know I said I was going to leave you alone, but I can't leave you alone. Spend time with me. So. Uh, towards the end, she was not only sort of annoyed that soccer existed, she was not, she was almost purposefully, spitefully not paying attention. And then all of a sudden I get a text with a photo of the Champs-Élysées. Champs-Élysées, okay. right? The, the long, with the, with the long street, with the, with the arch at the end of it. Yeah. And it was just millions of people out in the street. Mm -hmm. You know, I hate to sound like Trump. It was like, it's a record breaking <laughs> 17 million. Sure. I believe Trump. Was I believe it, Putin. It was, uh, I believe, uh, I don't know who posted this, but somebody, I, th it, I think it was the team or somebody from France, some official agency posted the, 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 the picture of all the people celebrating the World Cup and saying there were, that there were more people than 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 the inauguration. Oh, like God it was like bless. an official, like a crazy troll towards uh, Trump. What which a beautiful thing! Totally deserved. It's you know fun. we're for that. Yeah, <laughs> I know some of our fans aren't, but who cares? It's funny. <laughs> um, I was gonna say a joke and I didn't want to. All right, well, listen to my own podcast <laughs> if I ever have one. I'll tell you what I was thinking there. But she she sent me that and she was like, "Holy shit." People care about She's this. She's like, wow, look at how many people are there. I'm like, oh, you think a lot of people would care about someone winning the World <laughs> Cup? Like, this isn't like the uh, small regional cup. Yeah, it's not the World Series. Yeah, uh, no, no. Which this is, very few people care about. actually involves the full world. <laughs> and I think, you know, maybe it's too late for her to sort of be interested. But to some degree, she looked at that and was like, wow, okay. Now I see why my husband is wasting so much time at this. Yeah. A lot of people seem to give a fuck about this soccer. Yeah, thing. yeah, it, it seems to be taking up people's time. Uh, they're yeah. they're into it. Uh, the game. Let's talk about the game itself. Uh, what did you think of the game? Because I thought it was two very different halves. Yes. Uh, yeah. Totally. Uh, but it, but at the very least, it was entertaining. I had a good time watching it. I, I was at uh, the NYC footy uh, party. Oh, how was that? It was great. A ton of people. Uh, and and it was a great room. It was at the Freehold in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. It was just the coolest of cool people. Yeah. You know, you know, super hip, super hip. It was just like the the what's the those little what the what is it that the, the girls wear that that the it's like tank tops or whatever, but they're like uh, spaghetti spaghetti strap. Str strap. There was a lot of spaghetti strap dresses too, which is not really what you see at a soccer. No, uh, <laughs> it's like people watching a soccer. Of course, game. I'm going to know the clothing item that also is represented <laughs> by food. Yeah. Oh, I believe you mean yeah. the kumquat <laughs> shirt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. The uh, entertaining. Uh, I there were a lot of uh, Croatia fans. I, I was surprised at how many people wanted Croatia to win, and, and they were like the the uh, underdog were, crowd favorite. Yes, uh, which is shocking because they were so racist they had to play <laughs> all their qualifying games behind closed doors. 
yes, uh, it's weird to go from, uh, you know, to be the underdog right before when you were just uh, like the most racist country yeah. in UEFA. You were so racist that FIFA had to acknowledge it. <laughs> it and takes that, a lot. And it takes quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For them. We've <laughs> seen a lot of displays that FIFA's been like, I mean, what are you going to do? A couple of drunk guys, it's locker room talk. You know what I mean? <laughs> but they were so racist as fans that FIFA was like, that's it, no fans. But I, I think for, for the casual soccer fan, the, it's easy to attach the underdog story to the team who's never won the tournament before. And the second smallest nation ever to take part in it. That as well. Yeah, what do they got, like 1.3 million people? Oh, I think it's a bit more than that. But no, I think that's it. Okay. I mean, that's the fucking subway on a Tuesday, you know? <laughs> I'm so annoyed by this. You guys have heard me say this many times, but yo... How do we not just have a bunch of World Cup winners just living in New York City? A bunch of future World Cup winners. We got eight and a half million people. We have too many people. A lot of those are kids. It's a while. I just Googled Croatia because I wanted to see the population. And the first result, even on like Wikipedia, is the team, the national football team. Of course. So the, the team right now is currently more popular than the country of Croatia. Yeah, of course. <laughs> what else are you going to talk, talk about? Although they have a beautiful coast, they're the new Riviera. Beautiful, fresh seafood being cooked right in front Weirdest of you. Weirdest thing about Croatia, I didn't realize this, the, the president of Croatia is, uh, is, is a, a dime. Is a, she's a, she's a, yeah, she's a, a, a red bone. I mean, yeah, she, yeah. <laughs> she's, she's a brick. <laughs> she's a good, This is the most disrespectful we've ever been. Like, no, I'm, we're, I'm, we're giving praise, man. She's yeah. a very good looking woman. You know, did you see the memes that went out about her? I didn't. They put uh, a picture of her at one of the games, and then they put a picture of what people thought was her at the beach, but it was Coco, Ice-T's wife. <laughs> That's hilarious. But it was believable enough. Yes. that Because she is a little extra thick in the right <laughs> spots Yeah, she's if, doing... you, if you are monitoring those things. Yeah. She's, uh, she's, uh, she's walked by. You go, damn. Yeah, right. President. <laughs> Mrs. President. Yo, okay. be careful when you meet with Trump. Yo, he's going to grab you. I mean, yo, as an American, we can definitely. Uh, our yeah. warning is we have, yeah. we know what we're talking about. Also, let's open up free trade with Croatia. <laughs> okay. Cause but maybe- yeah, there, there were a lot of comments going on. Two, two things that people talked about. One, that it was disrespectful for her to wear a jersey. Most of the time, uh, political leaders that are sitting next to, you know, the FIFA president and stuff at the games, they will wear a tie or or something of the color of the team of their nation, but they won't wear the jersey. And she wore the checkerboard shirt each time. Yes. And then everyone else was like, but yo, also she's mad hot. Like people, that's those are the two things. I mean, they, they compared her to Coco for fuck's sake. You know, these are the I two mean, things. There's not many presidents that get that comparison. Yeah, no, no, you're not getting, you're not getting compared to Coco on a regular. You're right. Putin's not getting that. So, her, uh, so her name is uh, Kalinda uh, Guraba Kitarovich. Well, I'm, I'm really proud of you for even trying. So. So the only reason I, I'm bringing this up is, uh, yes, she's attractive, whatever, plenty of attractive people in the world. Right. The reason I'm bringing it up is because there was a uh, – I can't even remember the, the specific game, but Croatia uh, got got a goal. She was very she was very excited. She was very happy. As uh, one is. And Sunil Gulati is in that, in that, uh, in that press box uh, – not press box, but that, that owner's box or whatever that, that, that area, right. that owner's suite – He's in. He's in there with her. Uh, so there are like the you know. So he's behind. Uh, she's in that front row. This was on on, on camera. So the, on the 
TV feed, you see her so standing and excited, and it's like you're looking at her face, be happy and excited that the that the that Croatia scored. Sunil Galati, former president of the, of U.S. Soccer, posted on his Twitter. He posted the video of her celebrating, but she is looking out into into the stand, looking at looking at the people and looking so it's at just the a video of that ass it is a straight up video of her ass yeah that's sunil galati sunil galati out here lurking <laughs> posted this video and he the caption was very meek and uh oh croatian uh i'm sitting here with the croatian president watching a fifa world cup game it's like yo dog first of all why are you zooming straight in one particular area when she's really? celebrating it is i didn't see this straight up weird Creepy as hell. Lurker. A lot of, lot of uh, U.S. women's national team players called him out, tweeted at him. Which is rightfully so. Props to Alex Morgan. She was just like, hey, Sunil, the, the, the angle from the, the official feed was better than what you're posting right now. Right. Uh, eerie. Creepy. So, that, But the angle that you see of, of that Sunil Galati is uh, filming from, it's just him at his seat. But the better angle is seeing the official feed of seeing Sunil Galati recording her. Oh, just lurking. Oh, man, it looks creepy There's as hell. There's video of him shooting a video <laughs> of that ass? Yeah, dude. Oh. It is bad. And it looks worse. It, it looks worse than the video that he's actually filming because he's like, he's, he's, he's not solely focusing on her body, but he's not actively trying to not film it either. Do you know what I mean? Right. He's just like, he thinks it's... Oh, well, I mean, if her ass got in the way oh, of my gas, <laughs> I'm like, oh, what am I, what am I supposed to do here? Yeah. It's just like a thing. So you don't... Oh, I didn't even know what the super zoom button did. <laughs> I to be honest. Bim, he did bim, the, bim. <laughs> yeah, he did the Instagram, the lights. Like, yo, Sunil, you don't need to do this. Sunil, yo. I mean, we know what you're trying to do. It's... Weird. Sunil getting dirty, huh? It was just. He's not the prez anymore, yo. <laughs> yeah. Like he's feeling himself. Yeah, man. Just uh, imagine he was like, "Yeah, I'm trying to smash and what? Like, what you gonna do about it? <laughs> not, not vote me as the president." It's just uh, Sunil upskirt Galati yeah, trying, yo. <laughs> trying to get some voyeur. Sunil dirty dick Galati. <laughs> so weird. Such a strange thing. You know, he was like, oh, Alex, you follow me? <laughs> I didn't know you follow me. Hit them DMs. <laughs> so whatever. Your man's on the road. Now, so let's, talk, let's get back to the soccer, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the game itself, uh, yeah, it was entertaining. Uh, the, the, obviously, the first goal from uh, France was just the own goal. The, fr uh, the free kick, yeah. The, the free, free kick, kick own goal, and, and which Griezmann dove. Grim tough to get the you know, but you got you got to do what you got to do. Hey, okay, good talent. Hey, I play in La Liga. What are you, what are you doing? Yeah, I mean <laughs> that's where you learn that. <laughs> yeah. Again, so, the people they raped in South America taught them how to dive. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so look, the but it's uh, yeah, that first goal was uh, whatever unfortunate, but unfortunate, but it was also fitting. Like you know, there's been so many free kick. This is like the dead ball World Cup. Yeah, you know that was a, yeah that was the weird thing, and uh, uh, that was the one thing I was annoyed with 
uh, Alexi Lalas when he would do the halftime uh, reports and and every like, time he spoke. No, no, I'm fine with it. a lot of people hate Alexi Lalas for people hated the commentary of this whole World Cup. I thought it, I thought it was well done. I I I, I especially it was a little it was it was a little NASCAR-y. It was a little NFL-y the way they did it with like all the slow motion videos and the you've come to this stage, you know, like all that kind of stuff. I, mean, I get what people's complaints are. It wasn't necessarily a soccer. You know, it didn't feel like it's soccer. It's for the casual fan. It's not for us. No. It would like, and that's that's a great point. We're it's, gonna watch forever. That's not. We're fine. They, yeah. What, what is a real fan not watching? Is John Strong can't say <laughs> hummus without sounding like hummus? <laughs> you know. No. Does he do that? That'd be great. He yeah, doesn't he, do that. He does. He, does. <laughs> he calls him hummus Rodriguez. <laughs> oh, I get, why am I getting hungry watching this? <laughs> mm. <laughs> it doesn't affect your glycemic index, guys. It's not bad. Hummus Rodriguez, go get some. Uh, but no, I, I, I the one uh, come. Com- not even complaint, but the one uh, uh, critique I would have is they the 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 two semifinal games and the final were uh, covered by John Strong and Stu Holden, who's been on the show. Great human beings, love them. They're great at what they do. Uh, I really thought Derek Ray and Ali Wagner should have had the the England. Uh, 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 what were they? Third France. place game, Belgium. No, 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 no. Uh, Eng- the the England. They play France, right? Who they play? France played Uruguay. Yes, and England played Croatia. Croatia. I think I think that game should have been uh, for Derek Ray and uh, uh, and Ali Wagner. I think of all the non soccer players, I think the two people that stand out the most to me are Ali Wagner. I think she did an absolutely incredible job uh to some degree i think she even outshone everyone else on all the commentary i think it proved this idea that women shouldn't be talking about soccer is one of the dumbest things or covering a men's world cup or just like yeah at that uh, that i mean then you're i mean even like even the stereotypical thing of like oh a shrill voice she doesn't have that either like yeah not only does she know the game it's my pl- my voice is more shrill than otherwise. Absolutely, you know, <laughs> especially when you get excited. Uh, but like, it's it's a pleasure to listen to someone who is able to sort of detail the game. It reminds me of like Ian Dark, where you're like, it's just a pleasure to listen to this person speak. Sure, you know what I mean. So I think Ali Wagner really stood out, and then but the that other pa- person. That pairing was great. I, the I, pairing I, was great. I enjoyed it a lot. But you know, give or take, the other guy, Ali yeah. Wagner, I would love to just have. She should be covering MLS games and stuff. I mean, she should be covering more. And then the other person I think who really stood out is against Sunil Gulati. I mean, what a great lurker. <laughs> you know what I mean? You got to have lurkers. You got to yeah. have some dirty dicks out there, you know? Yeah. The You know, the, I, 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 I want to make a joke, but it's too gross. <laughs> Come uh, on, do so it, do it. Now you got to do it. Because there's like, there's a golden ball, but the golden dick. Is. <laughs> <laughs> it, is. it was way too disgusting. We should not have done that. Shouldn't have done that. We shouldn't have, I shouldn't have let him do that, guys. I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. Especially after talking to some people that came uh, to the World Cup Comedy Tour show and being like, oh, I make my kids listen. You guys are great. I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. Uh, that, well, then right now is with the way, where he regrets it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, <laughs> I should not have done that. By the way, guys, uh, we just found out today that tomorrow, which is the day you're listening to this. So yesterday we found out uh, that the show we're doing in less than 24 hours is completely clean. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be. A little bit more chill than what uh, <laughs> a little bit a little bit more of a struggle is what it's gonna be. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Look, it's fine. We'll have a good time with it. Uh, there'll be some young, some youth teams uh, at the game, which is so uh, dumb that show. we have to be clean. They talk way dirtier than we ever will. Those filthy, filthy children. Those children. First of all, they're germ factories, and second <laughs> of all, they got 
dirty mouths. <laughs> and they say some really dis- d- d- mean things about people. Yeah. So the uh, so yeah. So that, but, but that's gonna be fun. So like, uh, let's finish talk about the game. The those uh, uh, the goal from um, uh, the goal to tie it was uh, was impressive. Uh, who was it? Was it Parasis that scored uh, the the goal? I don't remember who scored the. the Barisic scored scored the first goal and then gives up the penalty. Barisic scores the. Barisic scored the yes, first goal. Yes, that's right. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, but but. And then the handball. And then the handball. But that goal was uh, was impressive, especially t- to to come back into the game. That was a uh, that that left footed. Uh, yeah. Strike. It was just. I honestly didn't think. I thought that was going to be the last goal of the first half. And in my eyes, I was like, that's the way you end that half. It's like, all right, you yeah, you guys got that free kick. Yeah. But, yo, we scored in the run of play. Again, this was the highest scoring World Cup final ever. Right. Uh, I think it was. It might have been ever. I'm not sure. Uh, anyway, but it was one of the highest scoring ones. Glad we said it. Yeah. But the the fact most World Cup finals are not played this way. Most finals are not this fun. Yeah. It's the, very defensive. People are scared to go at it. This was like a... This was like a bang, 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 bang <laughs> on both sides. I mean, they were really going for it. Uh, yeah. But I think it. I think it. I think this this World Cup final was fitting for this entire World Cup tournament because this is how you end a tournament that was this exciting. This is how you do it. You know, there was so much action going back and forth this entire tournament that if this World Cup final was boring and defensive, like the Champions League final. I, it's just not a fitting end. That would be too boring. That would suck. And it still had a howler in there. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Hugo Lloris, who have having a great tournament, he was like, you know, I can't leave without with like my other homies from yeah. Uruguay <laughs> and Argentina making making goalkeepers look bad. I'm like, you know what? It's a World Cup final. Oh, how many? What? Is 150 million people watching? You know what? Watch these fancy feet. <laughs> Watch these fancy yeah. feet, okay? Yeah, Watch go- me. Watch me juke Mandukic <laughs> right here. Oh, uh, boy. What the hell was he thinking? Uh, look, look, luckily, it didn't cost him, uh, cost him the World it Cup. Cost him the clean sheet to some degree. Uh, yeah, but it wasn't. I mean, they had already scored, they so already it's not scored, a clean but shit. It, it's still a mistake you don't want to make and one that's so easily avoidable. Yeah, and I love uh, JB put, uh, God, Hugo Lloris is certifiably a, a Spurs player. <laughs> Absolutely a Tottenham player. Yeah, man. Uh, Everything's going perfect. You're like, well, if somebody's going to mess this up, I gotcha. <laughs> right here, watch this. <laughs> so, uh, but we did get uh, goals from uh, Mbappe and from Pogba first and then Mbappe. The I, I, I was uh, very supportive of I was like, the, I, I think black excellence should get the golden ball. I mean, that was just man of the match. I like, um, and I, I want to give a shout out to, I believe it was uh, Vox. Vox did a video. It was either Vox or Copa 90, and I apologize if I'm getting it wrong. Did a video about why France is able to produce some of the best players. France had more players that went through a French academy system in the World Cup than any other country. I didn't know that in this World Cup. Okay. So Claire Fontaine, the whole nine, they talked about their immigration patterns. They talked about how they let so many uh, kids into the system for free. They talk about all of their development. They talk about how great they are at it. And it's shown with how many players were in the World Cup. And I think so many people are saying, like, Africa deserves credit for this World Cup. Absolutely. Yeah. A lot of these players are, are playing the game because of their African roots. 
But also, I don't want to dismiss the credit that France has been able to do. I think it's a beautiful thing that France lets, lets this many people from outside of the country into their country. And look at how strong and powerful it makes their team. And I think that that's something that every other country, including the USA right now, needs to look at and say, look at this. Look at what happens when you bring people from other countries and they use soccer as a way to assimilate into your country. You win yeah. a goddamn World Cup. Sure, I, and and winning World Cups is nice, but also being nice to immigrants is nice too. Yeah, yeah? but only if we can win stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, why you bring it to the table, Mister <laughs> Immigrant? I know. Oh, so you just want to come into this country and work? <laughs> is that oh. cool? But like, can your kids win like a gold medal okay. or something? I want to see. We're gonna separate your kids and then put them through a couple drills and see. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's an awful system and yeah. we shouldn't do it, but we want to win this World Cup. Sometimes you gotta crack a few eggs to make it out. <laughs> <All right. laughs> <laughs> but man, uh, yes, France wins four to two, uh, and congrats to them. Very well deserved. I did not think they could do it. Uh, they were not. They were the team I thought would would slip up at some point. But they went through this entire tournament. Not. Uh, they weren't down ever. They were always leading in every game that they played in. Uh, they won most of their games. They didn't play pretty. Uh, yeah, they, they were. They in the in the final third. I think they were the most. They played the most attractively. And Pogba, you know, we give him a lot of shit for not doing much. I think he was the man of the match. We give him a lot of shit? Yeah. We as society. <laughs> yeah. As the soccer culture. <laughs> the royal we. Yeah. We. Yeah. 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 <laughs> very much so. A very universal we. <laughs> because I think the frustration, uh, I mean, Paul Pogba is clearly a different player for France than he is for Manchester United. Of course, because uh, at France, he has a manager that lets them play. Yes. At Manchester United, he has a guy who's like, no, just stand there and make sure the shot hits you it's and so, not the goal. It's so crazy how he, he it's like he's just not having fun. He's not allowed to have a good time. Which is so synonymous with Paul Pogba. <laughs> Yo, you with the wacky haircuts? All right. Yeah, yeah. Do these, uh, fill out these forms. Yeah. <laughs> Again, we're going to take you off the soccer field and make you work strictly on Excel. Uh, I, I, a couple things I learned about Paul Pogba and a bunch of uh, a bunch of players in this World Cup. I didn't realize how many languages a lot of these guys spoke. Paul Pogba has been doing Instagram live videos and just uh, he was he was wearing a, a, a sombrero. Giving sh uh, speaking in Spanish, giving a lot of love to to the teams that that you know didn't make it as far. So a lot of love to he was giving love to Uruguay, love to uh, uh, to Mexico, uh, Colombia. He was doing he was speaking Spanish in a Colombian accent. Paul Pogba speaks Spanish in a Colombian accent. No, he doesn't. He is he very much does. Wow, it's so great. <laughs> he also him. did a lot of videos in English. He was doing a whole diary. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, it was great. It was just the, the, the social media, and I, I was reading this that a lot, uh, a lot of people felt that th this was the greatest World Cup. That that the reason that people have that sentiment is because of social media. They, they were much more in like engaged in what the actual the, players are doing. Is that well, not, not just the so the players, but the games, live tweeting. I mean, I think several people said that this World Cup wouldn't have even been watchable if it wasn't for the cool against Twitter account. I Tell mean, me they, about they, it. They were just like, I can't even enjoy it without this without this accessory. Yeah. Also, we've got like a lot of weird retweets recently. Oh Have you yeah. Noticed like a lot of bots. 
Yeah, because of the the Putin the Putin the Putin thing. joke about uh, about when Russia was playing and up the, the dosage up the dosage. I don't know who we pissed off or or <laughs> made very happy. I don't. I think for what I think we're gonna be on a no fly list when we try to <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when yeah. we try to go to some of these. Oh, other I believe you cities. mean we're on the so fly list. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, look at these guys. Uh, you right through, Kugans. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you can't get on the plane, but yo, you so fly. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So uh, happy with this World Cup. Happy, I think. Uh, you know, the whole. Would you say that this was the best you've ever seen? Now that it's over. Uh, yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, it was. It's just if it if it was just for the Pavard go right. I mean, wow. It, yeah. I mean, it was just, just they were just not the haircut, not the Pavard haircut. A haircut. I mean, what is it? He's that's not a haircut. That he is, looks like David Luiz's like conservative brother. You know? <laughs> he looks. Like, yeah. He looks like he. He looks like David Luiz's mop. Yeah, <laughs> he does also look like someone shaved a chicken. I don't know if you could shave a chicken. But Pavard looks like you shaved a chicken. All right. Well, I mean, you, you'll be the first to find out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you shave a chicken or you pluck a no, chicken. No, you sh- pluck. That's what I mean. <laughs> I don't think you can shave. But if anyone's going to try, it's me. <laughs> and we're in Omaha, Nebraska. We're probably not that far from live poultry. <laughs> so, the, so, but yes. I, are you I, looking forward to Qatar? You think Qatar is going to be this exciting? They I did, don't think so. They did officially announce when it's going to be played. November, it's, December, right? Yeah, it's end of November, last week of November to the third week of December, uh, which will, is going to interfere with the Major League Soccer Cup, which is, uh, I don't know why they're doing that. Well, I think MLS has to make a decision about shorting their season now. Or, uh, Taylor Twelman suggested that this, this could be the opportunity to go into the FIFA calendar to switch it at, at this point because then we can take that break during the World Cup. Like normal. Like a normal break. Yeah. Ooh. Can you think it's possible? You Ooh. think it'll happen? Ooh, I don't Ooh. Know. Oh, this room got cold all of a sudden. <laughs> Every, There's oh. a knock on the door. It's Don Gar. <laughs> <laughs> Shut this down. Yeah, he's like, you guys are done. We just got in, <laughs> we just got EAM, eviction allocation money from this hotel. <laughs> wow. I mean by twenty twenty six that that might exist. <laughs> that, does, that might exist. So uh, yeah, there, there's a lot of, uh, I mean, uh, the interesting thing, uh, there are some people that feel, you know, Qatar is actually at, at that time of year there uh, during the winter is uh, when it's it's probably the most comfortable to play soccer. It's like, yeah, sev- it's like 75 degrees. Uh, it's, it's just very cool, very c- comfortable. Uh, you know, it's not going to be raining. Uh, just, just more dry weather. I so, hope we go to this one. Yeah, let's go. Why not? Let's go to Qatar. Let's go to Qatar. Let's go to Qatar right now. Just scout. Guys, let's, <laughs> let's just go to Qatar now. All of us. We all could, the fans. We could be the building inspector at the stadium. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. hey, you know what? There <laughs> seems to be a hand sticking out of the concrete in this one. This might yeah. not work. For, like, I feel like there's scratches from the inside. <laughs> Look, it's, uh, look, we had a vision, and this kind of stopped fitting what we thought. <laughs> we were really positive about this, but this seems wrong. You know, they just they're just kicking a ball around. Why is, is, is what, do we need all this blood? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you that's not that's not mold. That's blood leaking from inside the you know concrete. What? I, I'm gonna have to give this a B minus. Yeah. Gonna... <laughs> I mean, you're getting docked some points for this. But you know, I love the sport too much. The, the hospitality is great. Though. <laughs> so, uh, are we ever going to get our passports back? <laughs> We're just stuck. There. What a terrible, terrible country. Um, so, 
let's talk about uh, uh, a couple other things uh, because it's going to be more of an abridged episode. It's like, it is 2.40 a.m. Uh, Central Time. <laughs> also, it's been 47 minutes, and you said it's going to be. <laughs> it a little short. We're, trying to, we're having a good time. I'm not even looking at the, the, the timer. No. So Normally, uh, you're the one who keeps us on time, yeah, and so you're not even looking at it. You're going, <laughs> you're going desperado right now. <laughs> so a couple things uh, that we'll, we'll get to. And, and we, apologies for the shorter episode than usual. I know people usually expect a four-hour Cooligans episode. Yeah. But, look, if you want to see you want to see more of us, come to the World Cup Comedy Tour and come do a show. You can we got to we got to hang out with a lot of people after a lot the of show. fans of ours. Dude, and it was it one was one guy saw me in the elevator trying to run in and he was like, Oh my god, I'm such a huge fan. Alexi, right? I was like, well, <laughs> oh, close enough. <laughs> close. I think honestly, I think he was just nervous. Him and his uh, him and his lady, they were really, really cool afterwards. They took photos with us and stuff. Yeah, man. One uh, of millions that took photos <laughs> with us. So uh, you can come see us uh, on the tour. So uh, but there, there were there were several things in uh, in Major League Soccer, in American soccer that we can't. Uh, we can't get through an episode without talking about these things because they were too too important. This is real big, too significant. First of all, we got to start with the homie, new new New, new York's own Mike Petke. Mike Petke, telling showing Utah what the East Coast is all about. Yo, all right, we may be the gulliest soccer podcast, but yo, Mike Petke is the gulliest soccer coach. <laughs> Mike Petke. Is out here showing Utah like, yo, enough with the nice, nice. <laughs> Let's that? get real as all hell. Yeah, he, he Mike Pex. Yo, they didn't even ask him the question. <laughs> it was just like, was yo, the- give me a mic. <laughs> Wait, what camera? What camera am I yeah. on? <laughs> yo, just put a red light on top of the camera. Yo, I'm a point. I'm gonna do this. <laughs> Mike Pex. He actually yelled, "Mike Coscarelli, put me on main." <laughs> Mike was just straight up clapping during every syllable. Yeah. Angry. I don't know why he had. He just came from the nail salon. I got the nails done. I'm yeah. like, yo, dude, wow, wow, you're really going full, <laughs> full, full angry black customer. He you went know? all the way. All he the was way. Like, yo, like someone at Boost Mobile <laughs> complaining about the phone love ain't working it. right. More of it, yes. Mike. We love you. I, you know what? He should get fined by having to do this every week instead of money. <laughs> okay. That's what his fine should be. This is the single most entertaining thing that this league has ever produced. <laughs> I would is just Mike Petke. I, w- I would watch Mike Pecky yell into a cardboard box. Oh my god! <laughs> because that is, I'd watch him yell at a phone book as opposed <laughs> to read the phone book, which is the trite thing to say. Mike Pecky, uh, after uh, they had a game, uh, who did they uh, play against? They played against Orlando. No, did they play against Orlando? Who they play against? I'm not sure who they played. I keep forgetting. Uh, I just want to make sure because there were a couple details over. It. There were people that he was uh, specifically mad at. They played against Minnesota. They lost against Minnesota. Minnesota. And nobody loses against Minnesota except uh, Toronto well, FC. Quintero. <laughs> Quintero's there now. Yo, he's changing all Quintero that. Quintero is he'll he'll chip Mike Pecky if he has to. Quintero's going to win a golden boot in half a season. <laughs> He's going to win a golden boot, but it's going to have a little wing on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the boot, oh, the, it's a golden boot, but only for, uh, for for what is it, loft shots, I guess? Yeah, yeah. He's like lobbing Chipping, it. Chipping, lobbing, Chipping. that's right. So, uh, He's winning the golden chip. Minnesota United wins this game 3-2. to two. Uh, I, I, wa- I watched the condensed version of this game because I wanted to see exactly kind of what happened. And... Uh, I, I, because I saw the rant first. I, I, yeah, but yo, in the condensed match, they never put like the controversial stuff up. They don't, but there was a yellow card. Uh, that that uh, was it. Rasmus Schuler, 
that he 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 fouled the player and he and and this is what why Petkey kind of lost his mind and this is also what we've brought up before and 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 my concern with VAR is that this is what it causes Pecky also did get thrown out of this game but because VAR is available now the the now now not only do I get angry at the referee saying like yo what are you blind when you miss that now it's Yo, are you blind? You missed that? Yo, talk to the guy. Talk yeah. to the VAR. Talk to your man. Talk to on your the phone. Yeah. Up there. What are you doing? Yo, phone a friend. And and it's a it's a thing that the referee can't just easily dismiss. It can't just be like, no, what you know, like that's the call I made. That's what I'm doing, and then it's over. Now you're mad at the at the ref, but yeah. you know that there's a final thing and it's over. But with VAR now as this extra layer of like, oh, well, now there's room to be angry. There's room to debate. And now you can blow a gasket like Mike Pecky. In my opinion, if VAR does not exist, Mike Pecky does not make this rant. Yeah, because he's got nothing to be upset about. Well, he's upset. Because the official makes the call and that's but it. He's then like, you're done. Then it's over. Yeah, and you're not just going to go up there and shit on the official. Yes. The the thing is, is you have this tool and you're not using it. You yes. know. So before anything, uh, let, let's just let, uh, let's play a little bit of uh, of the the rant from Mike Pecky because it's it's too important and you need to have some context. So and we'll, also you got to watch it. The, <laughs> you got to watch it. Are so funny. So uh, well, here's Mike Pecky giving a post game interview after the game against uh, Minnesota United. Yeah, there's something I want to add. I was hoping you guys would ask. You know. Uh, you didn't ask, and I, and I kind of went with it and said maybe that's the best for it. But why did I get kicked out tonight? Why did I get kicked out tonight? I mean, you look at the 20, 20th minute, which I checked at halftime. Schuler goes in on a Danny Acosta who's in, a, who's in behind the midfield line, studs up a foot off the ground, stud showing into his leg. If he is a foot to the left of Danny, face on, he breaks his leg. There's, there's none of this crap that the referees do to the VAR, no looking at VAR or nothing. It's, it's, a, it's a yellow card. Marcelo gets a yellow card, what, tw 12 minutes later for toe-poking the ball during a set piece 15 yards away? I mean, wh what are we doing here? Quintero in the goal doesn't look at Justin. I mean, doesn't look at the ball. Plays literally not the ball, runs in, extends his arm, looks at it the last second, and they score. And it's this crap again. The conversation from Alan Kelly, let me tell you something. The conversations with the fourth official over the last four games was – Three games, starting three games ago, Jefferson Savarino's being targeted. Know what the fourth official says to me? Yeah, I know. We talked about it. We've watched it. We're good. And continuous fouls, fouls, fouls. Nothing. You know, I don't want to talk about the last four games, though. I want to talk about tonight. Because up until that point, we had more shots leading into the second half. We, 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 were, we, were, we were blocked up. We were, we were good denying anything. And it's just, you know, it, it's not good enough. And then I get from the – the only thing I get from MLS is stop criticizing referees. I want to know where the referees are right now. Why can't we ask the referee a question? Why can't we do that? Why can't we ask, why didn't you go to VAR? Why didn't you call that? Why, when the studs are coming up, you just give a yellow card? That would make them more human. It would be better, to MLS, it would be better for this league, for the fans, for the owners, for the coaches, for the players, to hear from them and to hear their side of the story. And perhaps then we say, okay, I see it. Maybe it happened a little fast. You know, maybe the guy in the booth, wherever the hell he is watching this, you know, maybe he was watching The Simpsons at the same time. I don't know. I have no idea. But it's not good enough to me. And I'll take the fine. Jeff Agus, find me. Find me. I don't care anymore. 
You know, nobody else, no other coach in this league steps up a little more than they should. I'm going to. So drain my bank account. I don't give a shit anymore. Okay? So, all right. So there, Mike Pecky. Look, the, the things that stand out outside of just that we love him more and more. And he, dude, when he gets angry, like when I get angry, I yell in Spanish. When he gets angry. He yells in Brooklyn. He yells in Brooklyn. <laughs> Yo, let me tell you something. Yo, he just got he got so mush it mouth. Came, it came out <laughs> like he got the wrong sandwich at a deli, like at the Fontes. It yes. was so funny. Which in Brooklyn is the biggest crime you could commit. I the, mean, the wrong sandwich. But other than being a snitch, <laughs> I can't think of anything worse. But look, the thing that really stood out was Mike Pecky. You know, we had the the the, 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 the get the printer, pick the printer tray. Yeah. We had that, and that was like, all right, that was like. That was, that was a, a little taste. That was a, that was an appetizer. That was the prequel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the amuse bouche that cleared your palate. <laughs> okay. I was like, oh, I see what this chef does. And uh, and he and he just straight up uh, went in on you know why doesn't the referee use VAR? He, the guy he he went into. Uh, Rasmus Schuler went right into uh uh right into the, into the leg. Like, how is that just a yellow card? It was pretty violent. And watching that play, you. It's weird because it's one of those you understand if there's a yellow, like yeah. you get it. Uh, but it, it, to me, it's weird to 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 be mad that it wasn't a red. Like uh, I I I don't know. It didn't it didn't seem like such a. It was bad without a doubt. But the level of violence that sort of is required to send that uh, player off in that scenario, it, I I could. Probably should have been a red. I could understand the yellow. So yeah, but you know, I mean, to some degree, he's not doing this because of the actual foul. Yes, he's doing this because they haven't had a great season, and he's trying to inspire his team. Yes, and you know, sometimes you get angry. It's the New York way. You get angry, you show emotion. Like my, you know, my wife is like, oh, sometimes you don't even care. Then I'm upset with you. I'm like, what do you want me to yell? She's like, well, at least I know you care. I'm like, what kind of monster family did you grow up in, (laughs) where that's what you want? (laughs) This is why you should never marry Italians, people. <laughs> so, uh, th- but the thing that he did do was uh, really double down and like uh, it, th- this. This did feel like something that was boiling over. That was this was this was gonna happen at some point during the season, and he did say that like he was like no other coaches in MLS are ever doing this. Like we wh- why why aren't the referees here? Why can't we talk to them and ask them what their opinion? It would humanize them. Right. Uh, and this and I'll get to something. That happened to me recently where I can relate to Mike Becky on this. But the the, the fact that he was doing that and uh, uh, and really pointing out that there's inconsistencies with the way the refereeing has been, especially with with video assistant referees that, uh, uh, you know, he, he wanted to comment on it and really give tell the world, tell the world how you feeling, Mike. It's like, you know, you know, you're going to get fired. So you're just like, ah, you know what? I'm going to give you everything. This is exactly how I feel. Yeah, but I don't We're feel doing like the exit interview. You think you think Pecky's in, in public. <laughs> no, this is like he knows he's going to get fined. Oh, fine. I think he said fired. I was like, I did. I'm saying personally, like that's I'm, we don't get fined for things. Yeah. Yeah. So my personal experience is like, oh, you're going to fire me. Well, then I'm just going to go tell okay, you. Exactly okay. how I, I, feel. I don't in general. I don't think Mike Pecky is on any hot tea. I, I do. I do. I think this, you know, though, and only because the end of the season last year was so great. 
and so promising, and he hasn't had that effect. They, they've been they, inconsistent this year. They've been severely inconsistent. I just honestly, I don't think he has the technical nuance. What is the word? Nuance? I don't know the word. I, <laughs> dude, guys, it's fucking three in the morning. <laughs> uh, I think you mean nuance? No, the technical know-how is probably okay. more of what I want to say. But, you know, nuance is uh, well, <laughs> yeah. well, cool included in that. I really look like a nuance right now <laughs> trying to come up with that word. Uh, um, yeah. I don't think he has – it's a French word that I was thinking of. I don't know why I'm trying to speak French, but I don't think he has the tactical – and and sort of you know formational knowledge that you need to to get yourself out of this rut. I think he has a very rudimentary knowledge of the game, but I think he's so good at inspiring players to play hard. Okay. So yeah, I think nice. that that's where his skill lies. And honestly, from this rant, he should just be our color commentator. <laughs> it would be amazing. Sure. I I, I don't want to. I think he is a uh, perfectly fine coach, uh, credible. I think he knows what he's doing. Uh, he, I, his team has been pretty incon- inconsistent. And I think after we saw the thing well, that But what happened, evidence do you have to suggest that he knows what he's doing? Just the results. Uh, last year was not that bad. He was, They weren't bad. He team. ended the they're, year great. They're bad on the road. They, they, this year they're just a terrible, terrible team on the road. And for whatever it is, uh, like yeah, that's on him as well. But this year just seems a, a bit more strange, especially in it with how well they played last year. And I think it's a bit of a shock. Who knows? I I also blame. I think Nick Romando is like, I think he's kind of done. I, I, he's he, also like thirty eight years old at this point. Yeah, he's. I, I think he's a big pro, part of the problem the, as far as the, those results. He's not the most reliable uh, keeper anymore. So the, but but yeah, I don't think he's on any real hot seat. But the, I, I did like the fact that he was just like. You know, MLS, they always all they tell me is to not uh, comment about the referees and, and but they don't they don't give me any real answers on on, on how to uh, how to improve the refereeing or I don't really really any. Or he said, you know, they should be able to ask the referees questions at the end of the game. I think that's an incredible idea. I mean, dangerous, but <laughs> very. But you wouldn't watch that. Yeah, why are you asking questions with brass knuckles on, coach? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Becky's just like doing like. Pull-ups on the bar he put up across the door frame. So, uh, so the reason – But I, that's a great idea. Would you watch that? I'd watch that. Oh, that would be amazing. We'd have so much more to talk about. <laughs> so, look, last uh, uh, last week, the NYCFC played against Columbus, went to the game, hanging out. Uh, I had a good time. NYCFC wins 2-0. After the game, I'm like, I usually just leave. You weren't there. I was just like, let me go, go hang, just hang out at Yankee Tavern. Uh, with some of the you know NYCFC folks, NYCSC, Templados, whatever, hang out, having some food, chopping it up about footy in the Bronx. Nothing better. Just I, doing what we do. After after we're done, I leave. I uh, I'm about to walk out. I see Howard Webb, the the head of MLS pro, uh, pro referees. This is a U.S. soccer, right? So head of pro referees. Howie. Howie, what's good? Yo, what did it? What did it do? Year, year. Howie. He yeared it right back. It was year. <laughs> so, he, uh, see him. I was like, I, let me introduce myself. Howard Webb, very nice. Uh, I actually told him about the show. I think he might come on the show sometime. That'd be huge. Super cool. Uh, Guys, tweeted Howard Webb. <laughs> so he uh, he was with two other two other dudes. One of them. Happened to be the ref, the VAR at the game. 
The VAR. He was the VAR. He was the VAR guy. At, at the NYCFC Columbus game. Never. I've never met a referee. I never met an MLS referee. You got to meet VAR. I got to meet VAR. <laughs> Mr. Mr. VAR himself. Mr. VAR himself. <laughs> you looked behind the curtain. And it was uh, It was wild. If I was nervous. I was <laughs> genuinely starstruck. I was just like, well, oh. yeah, this guy's all over the World Cup. He's VAR. <laughs> He's everywhere. Yeah. He's VAR. <laughs> but talking to him. And he was just having a beer. We had a beer, talking to him about uh, the World Cup and like how that's being refereed. But the first thing I asked him, because there was a there was a controversial call. Uh, I forgot who I forgot who the two players that were involved. But there was a a cross into the box that NYCFC sent in. A Columbus defender. It hits his leg. Rolls up. Rolls up his torso. It literally looked like it was uh, like you're doing uh, uh, you know like the the electric thing when like when you're next to. You know when you electric the, boogaloo, like, yeah, yeah like when the you do electricity that move, passes your arms. It literally, the ball touched almost every part of his body, <laughs> and then rolled off his arm, uh, and then Zach Steven picked it up. So first, literally, the first question I asked this referee, I'm just like, I was like, are you I, first when I realized, like, it was like everything, like piecing together, like, yeah. uh, like the end of an M Night Shyamalan movie, or like you knew, oh my God, he was Kaiser Sose <laughs> the whole time. I was just like, what? Yeah. You are, you are the ref. And then the first thing I asked him, I was just like, dude. And I yelled. I swear I yelled. And, like, I've never been this anxious and uncomfortable, but I had to, like, really get my emotions out. I was like, what? what the, that was a handball, man. I was like, how come you didn't call a handball? And he, he like, a, like a, I, he handled me the way he handles players in, in a game. He just looked at me. He was like, settle down first, right? And he was like, I couldn't call anything because it wasn't clear that the the handball happened inside the box. So that is not a, one of the plays I'm allowed to inform the referee. On. Ooh, that's pretty good. Yo, he shut me down. Wow, he, I was brought, like, he brought the receipt. <laughs> yeah. I was like I was like emotionally drained all You're of a like, sudden. Ah, <laughs> I had so much passion. I, you took it all away from me. Damn, MLS referee's defeating me again. Oh, <laughs> uh, but it was a uh, Now I wish I was there just to see that. <laughs> it was such a wild moment. It was so surreal. Hey, well, most people don't get to have that Back and forth with the, with VAR. Yeah. So, I, I mean, imagine Mike Pecky in that scenario. Oh, my God. I would love <laughs> to see Mike Pecky and a bunch of VAR referees <laughs> at Yankee Tavern. That would be amazing. Uh, he would fit in quite nicely. Uh, but, yes. So, with, with Mike Pecky, you see it's understandable. Uh, it, yeah, it is cool. That, I mean, But like, he's he may not have handled it correctly, but he's not wrong. May have not handled it correctly? I, look, I gotta be honest, I think he handled it 100% correctly. And <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, I'm really being honest You here. of all people would say that. Yeah, you wouldn't even tweak even a little thing he said. No, no. Change nothing. <laughs> it is wildly unprofessional yeah. to do that. If anything, you know what the mistake was? Not having more cameras. I would love more <laughs> angles of what he's doing. I mean, the problem was he didn't have a table that he could flip in front of the camera, you know? <laughs> I mean, but you, you want people to know you're upset. Hey, you need, a, little, to do you need a few more props, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get props in here? <laughs> so, look, yes, uh, he, he probably shouldn't have done it, but look, RSL, they're owning up, up to it. If you go to RSL's Twitter account, that first pinned tweet, it's, it's, just, it's just, hey, look at the gaffer. Yeah. All right? Being a maniac. What up? Here's our coach. <laughs> Here's our coach just sitting there yelling. Yeah. So uh, awesome of him. Uh, but 
but at least it, it provided a lot of entertainment. And after watching that, I'm just like, oh, yeah, we need to get Mike Pecky on this show. Oh my god, it's honestly. And I, I want to get Mike Pecky on the show and anger him in some way. Oh my! Well, first of all, <laughs> yes. All right, you got you better throw fuel on that fire. <laughs> Without a doubt, we don't bring him on the show to just have like a cute little conversation. <laughs> we replay that play over and over again. So, uh, so let's. Oh, by on. the way, did you see his tweet? I, I did see. He yes. apologized. He did. He quote unquote apologized for what did, was his? He did Alexis Guerrero's apology. He, I know this. <laughs> my, I, you know, it's so funny. I show my wife, and she's like, "Oh, look, someone went to the Alexis School of Apologizing." <laughs> um, what is it? What did he say? He apologized for something. What like not for not for yelling, or for cursing? For cursing because he ended the the thing by saying, "I don't give a shit." Yeah. That's so good. <laughs> that is so good. Because he, yeah, he didn't take back any of the comments uh, or criticism about MLS or the referee. He wrote it as if he was going to. Yes. He wrote it as if this is the apology that I'm being asked to give, and then he was like, "I'm so sorry and, that I cursed, and yes. that's it." In the wor- and we respect it because in the world of stand-up comedy, this is a classic misdirection. Classic misdirection. How you do? You lead. You lead everybody in one thing. And you're like, "Oh, turn." You- and then as soon as they think you're gonna say the one thing, you say <laughs> the other. Ah, what a beautiful, so, beautiful. He did that very, very well. So a couple other things. Uh, and then we, we can go to sleep because we got to sleep at some point. <laughs> yeah, it's over an hour, so we've given you a, a fourth of our com- typical commitment. <laughs> uh, Wayne Rooney made his debut in Major League Soccer. Wayne Rooney ain't the only one. Oh, also, I got to mention this. I, I I forgot the the guy who who this is also at, at Yankee Stadium. Somebody came up to me. I've met this dude before. I just forgot his name. Is this Latham Lantham? No, no, no. Uh, yeah, Landon. Well, that was that was another thing. Landon. Uh, shout out to Landon. Uh, thank you. Shout out to Landon. Uh, we got to meet up. Uh, uh, Sorry, I wasn't there, buddy. But awesome dude, fan of Total Soccer Show. Uh, he heard he heard us through them uh, and became a fan of Cooligans as well, hey. and was uh, supportive of us. And we got to hang out at Yankee Stadium. He's from Austin. Uh, go to see. The, the the future team that's going to Austin. Oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> we still whole, have a show in Columbus. <laughs> whole other thing, but you know whatever. Like, uh, but it was interesting. Yeah, Save he, the crew, but hopefully Landon also gets a team. The, yeah, I think, and that's that's very much how he felt. He was like, you know, I think he, he believes save the crew, but also he wants soccer in Austin. And yeah, you know, so Austin fans want soccer as well. But the, somebody came up to me and uh, were, was and even in front of Landon came up to me and they were like, "Yo, Cooligans, yo, first thing." Yo, what's, why are you shitting on Rooney? Yo, Rooney, why are you? I don't like that. I like, but with real, the passion that I gave to that referee, he gave to me about Rooney. And I was just like, I, like, I wasn't even trying to, I don't even remember what we say. What the, well, I know, I, I can't remember anything <laughs> we say. Well, people, so anybody listening? Someone said, like, yo, that joke you made about, like, the scarecrow's hilarious. I was like, I don't think I've ever even said the word <laughs> scarecrow. I have no idea what so I say. So just people who are listening to if you ever meet us and you say, hey. You have to give us context to what we said. We li- right now, the thing I am saying, I do- will not remember that I said it. No, no, no. <laughs> what I'm saying right now, I just forgot I said. <laughs> so, we're, okay, we're very, very short-term memories. Yeah. He's like, oh, I didn't like that you guys are shitting on Rooney. I think he's great. I was like, did we really shit on I don't even know what we said. We, we just- also joked around on Twitter, or at least I did. Well, we weren't like. We thought I think I know I rem- I made a joke about him like sweating in that DC heat like how he's gonna handle it. Uh, but I, I, I mean we were harsh on the buy. Yeah, I I don't think either one of us you have to do it, but I don't think either one of us thought it was a good idea. Yeah. But- just also, just keep in mind that getting mad at us over jokes about soccer players is a waste of your goddamn but time. But also exactly what we want. <laughs> we want we want this. So uh, so we're trying to have a good time, but um. Uh, yeah, Wayne Rooney did play. Uh, yeah, he looked the, incredible. But also, Audi Field. Audi Field. 
This is huge. Yeah. Yeah. You can't play while the sun's out. Yes. Yeah, I get it. Also, and a, a, a third of their supporters have been removed. Banned. <laughs> Banned from the game. Also, which is probably why they cut the supporter stand that way. It's like cut out for like the, the private boxes. It's a weird look. There's a lot going on. I, I, I'm not going to pretend to know exactly what's going on with no, DC United. There's a lot of people that you can speak to that. Yeah, look, uh, follow Pablo Mauro, uh, MLSist, and he, he covers it, and he really knows a lot about it. I, I know... Uh, Paul Tenorio also wrote an, uh, uh, another article about DC United and, and his perspective on it. Um, but whatever, they got a stadium. That's they all got that a really stadium. matters. It's, it's a smaller stadium. The problem is there's less seats, and now... And now getting... it's like all benches, right? They didn't even actually put seats in it. Oh, I don't even know. I it's don't like know. Columbus. It's like all benches. Whatever, maybe they'll upgrade it as you go along. Yeah. Look, whatever, you got a stadium, and you got it in a dope neighborhood. Yeah. What more do you want? You got a downtown stadium. <laughs> People are bitching that there's nowhere to tailgate. You were in an NFL stadium for 20 years. <laughs> yeah, so one that was filled with raccoons. Yeah, go, you know, go to a pub. Nobody's ever nobody's ever going to be happy with stuff, but no. I I think that the supporter issue with Barra Brava being sort of left out uh, because there's a there's a smaller amount of seats and they, and people feel like now the 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 focus is is getting that um what maybe wealthier suburban fan as opposed to uh, the the huge Hispanic community that's uh, that's around there, right. and there's there's a lot to that, and and uh, again, I will never claim to understand exactly what's going on. No, uh, I've from what I've read, I'll, I'll still be speculating. I don't know exactly what's going on. We have to get somebody to kind of uh, break it down for us on the show. Uh, but the, uh, as far as the display and the uh, new MLS stadium and Wayne Rooney being there, and DC United finally win a damn soccer game. It it was it was overall it was an entertaining evening. I think they I think they have a lot to be and it was special. It yeah. was it's special and something that a lot of the people that were there, and I don't think it, it didn't look sold out. But a lot of the people I that were there, think it was yeah. A lot of the people that were there will remember that forever. Now, Wayne Rooney. I didn't get a chance to watch this game. I didn't get a chance to watch the condense. I didn't get a chance to watch the highlights. <laughs> but I saw that the people went absolutely ballistic for him, and I've heard from a lot of people that he looked really good. He, you tell me, what did you see with your eyes? Uh, he the the thing that that stood out to me was how incredibly comfortable Wayne Rooney was and how much chemistry he had with Yamil Assad, with Paul. Yeah, Yamil Assad scored I, the first goal, and it was a screamer, was, uh, by the way, banger. That was dude, gorgeous for that to be the first goal. All right, maybe I saw that highlight actually. Yeah, uh, for that to be the first goal scored in that stadium when you show when you replay that high. That highlight, that is dope. It's not like a free kick. It's not a penalty. It's not some weird, like, you know, corner kick where it, like, hits somebody's knee and goes in. This that, was, like, oof. that was, this was disrespectful. <laughs> yes. Uh, and, yeah, he did. He, uh, Yemi Lassad, really, look, having, a, having your first home game, uh, you know, 15 games into the season is weird. Right. And yeah. uh, but but they, they I think they went in being like, look, if, if DC and I would have lost this game, man, how it hurts more than the other losses. Right. For sure. So they, they it was an important thing for them to do the, to play and to play well. But, yeah, that first goal was great. But Rooney, the the, the he, he was I, I don't know if he was credited with any assist. Uh, let me double check. He yeah, he was credited with one assist, but he was really involved in the, in the last two goals. Uh, and Paul Ariola scoring the two goals that he did wouldn't have happened without just the brilliant setup. I mean, it it, it just lo- it looks like 
it looks like Rooney's been playing with DC United for like three years. Like that's that's the level of, uh, you know, one thing I like about NYCFC and what makes them an attractive, uh, uh, that what makes it attractive style of football is that there are a lot of maybe sometimes they do it too much, but there's like a lot of one twos. There's a lot of quick passing. Nobody really holding the on to the ball too long. Right. Aspe- even in the final third, they can they can piece together passes. That, uh, uh, that and, and make the game look very, very fun. Oh, yeah, there's moments where it's, like, full-on like, United taka DC United never had any of that this year. And uh, just placed Rain Rooney in there, and all of a sudden, just one touch, light passes back and forth. The, the Barcelona B. Yeah, just the it's like oh, this fluid movement of DC United. I'm like, okay, all right. <laughs> Looking, they were, uh, they and they looked good. So that's that. That's the the, the difference Wayne Rooney made. I don't know how long it's gonna take him for. He played about I think uh, he played thirty two minutes. I don't know how long it's gonna take him to get where he can play ninety. Uh, again, the heat's gonna be an issue. Uh, the travel's gonna be an, an, an issue. Uh, his skin, he needs sunblock yeah. desperately. Every few minutes, he needs to be completely <laughs> covered. Okay. Instead of, uh, you know, taking a water break or, or whenever there's an injury and they grab water, he needs to be having sunblock. Well, you know how, like, the physio comes down and they spray you with a magic spray? That needs to be, like, sunblock, sports sunblock. <laughs> SPF, cover him. SPF 2000, man. They need, he needs it back. But they, yeah. Look good. I think there's a lot to uh, a lot of promise there. And if I, you're a DC fan, there's a lot to be upset about. I get the whole thing with the fans and stuff. But if you're talking strictly play on the field, you should be excited by uh, Wayne Rooney's uh, entrance. I don't think he's going to be able to keep it up. How many goals do you think he ends the year with? The uh, year with? Uh, I mean, what he has about what 15, 15 to eighteen games, something like that. Left. So the whole second half of the season, second the All Star game. Um, I I gotta say. I mean, I, I think he maybe he might get like close to ten, eight or nine. I think eight or nine. Yeah, I think he gets there. I was gonna say seven, so I'll go with you, eight or nine. Yeah, sounds I think, good enough for me. I, won't, I don't think he, I, won't, I don't think he'll hit double digits. I don't think he's gonna be like uh, absolutely dominant. But I think you know what? I'm gonna say he's gonna have double dig, double digit assists. Assist. That's more of his game. That's what he needs to do. Yeah. I'm just interested if he's gonna be making those highlights. Okay. Yeah, we'll see. He's I mean, got, yo, Yamil Assad. Yamil Assad's gonna get all damn highlights. Looking great. Uh, good. A uh, couple other things. Atlanta United played against the Seattle Sounders. They, they drew, and everyone acted like they lost. <laughs> we're, we're getting into a weird place where now, now uh, we're, we're we're they can't win at home. They can't win at home. I made a joke to somebody about because NYCFC was playing three games in one week, and and a lot of uh, NYCFC fans were uh, they they want to get those nine points and hoping that uh, Atlanta drops points so they can uh, catch up for that supporter shield, and. I confidently said, not even realizing it, but I was just like, yo, Atlanta's been trash at home. And they were like, no, but it's, nah, it's Atlanta. Yeah. Like, no. Nah. And then I then I thought about what I said. And I'm like. And you realize you were right. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, they've been trash at home. Who cares? You're, you're pet geek. You're pet geek. <laughs> you're like, wait a minute. Why am I apologizing for that? That's right. But it's been it's been weird because Atlanta United fans, even though they are sitting at the at the top of the table, Atlanta United fans are getting kind of frustrated going to these home games and either losing or dropping points. Uh, and especially in games they should win, and against the, the Seattle Sounders, they should have won this game. They uh, were they were down to ten men. Well, they were down in the game. Uh, they they drew, and then 
and then they, they, they Nico Ladero scored, if I'm not mistaken. But there was yeah, it was a penalty. But there was a yellow card, uh, a second yellow card. Uh, I forgot who it was given to, but he was sent off. So they had for about half an hour. They had uh, ten, uh, Seattle had ten men. Yeah, Atlanta. Atl- I mean, for Atlanta, I mean that's it. They, and they had chances, but there was yo a lot of like random crosses to nobody. Dude, but for Atlanta United at at the bends, yo, that's blood in the water. It should be ten men. Jaws. That's it. Done up. <laughs> it's Almirón, right? Miguel. 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 That's it, man. And, and so it's a shame that, uh, they, they, like, it, it's it's one of those weird things where Atlanta seems to be occasionally, uh, play, I don't know, it feels like weird to analyze it this way, but, like, playing to the expectation or, like, they, they think, oh, Seattle's not playing well, we're going to win this game. But you go in. Look, when when teams they know how they're so good, every game is a trap game. I think the, the a little bit of the, the the last year what happened and how good they were at home. A lot of teams didn't know what to expect, how to play them. But now people go into the bench being like, "Oh, yo, there's gonna be seventy some odd thousand people there." Yo, we got to bring the heat. We got and so teams going with a little bit more of an edge, and they're not they're not getting walloped at, at the bends anymore. Yeah, I think a lot of people laughed that 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 this is sort of the follow up to the World Cup final. This was the the rebound game, the the yeah. game that came yeah. right after the more important game of that of that day. Yeah, I mean we get it, France, but like what's Atlanta <laughs> doing? And look, they sold out this the stadium. Yeah, they broke another record. There's a lot of expectations. There's a lot of pressure being put on this team, and I think to some degree, like you're so good that every game doesn't feel as important as it should. Yeah, I and I think the they're clearly going to get in the playoffs, or they, or they might win the supporter shield. I mean, yeah. that's, that's very likely. But a lot of Atlanta United fans uh, were much more vocal than we're used to seeing, it, they, including because the season tickets are going up in price. That and the fact that they're not winning at home, which uh, is why they go. <laughs> which is where they go. But uh, to me, it, it, it reeks of a little bit being a little spoiled, right? Now the, the team was so good, de- defied any kind of expectation, and now that's the standard yeah. where you got to win every home game. You're still at the top of the table. Uh, yes, ticket prices are going up. That happens every single year. Yeah, uh, and look, I'm, I'm proud of you guys for fighting it if you want to fight it, but it's going to happen. Yeah, it's a reality. I read a tweet where someone was like, oh, my daughter's bored. You know, we never went at home and blah, 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 blah. And the ticket price going up. I don't think I can continue this with the budget that I've set. I, you know, it's a little frustrating to hear like my daughter's bored. It's like, what, what are you bored of? You're the, that's the team. Yeah. That's the one that's the best right now. Like how much more bored? Maybe soccer is just not your thing. If Maybe. that bores you, you know, I'm not sure what it is that they want to see, but they obviously want to see it's winning gonna, at home. It's going to take time because the, the, we it, it can't just be if they're not winning, then then I then I'm bored. Well, I mean that's you're not a supporter, right? right? Also, it's probably a child we're talking about. No, no we have get to be, her out of here. Let's let's be mean to this child. Yeah, <laughs> again, prepare for this <laughs> at all times. But I think I think you look at this team and you go, yeah, they're not winning at home. There's still a supporter shield, but you're still not happy with the fact that they're not winning at home. That's you have seventy two thousand people. Seventy two thousand people didn't see, didn't show up to see you take one point away <laughs> from a team that's not very good this year yeah. and is down to ten men. Yeah, you yeah. should be able to you should be able to destroy an eleven man <laughs> Seattle this year. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, it, it, disappointing. Uh, the 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 vitriol has been weird. That's all. It's just like like it's kind of expected though. You can't start this well 
and have this much behind you. They're and then the still moment you in slip first up, first place. Like what? There's nothing better than first place. So it's 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 a weird complaint. That's it, all. Will this help or hurt the case that a lot of people want to be made for Tata Martino to be the U.S. Men's National Team coach? You mean a lot of people meaning you? No, you specifically. I, you know who I want. <laughs> San Paoli. Yes, we. I want San Paoli. Yes, we do know that. Who is rumored to have been, who have uh, to have received an offer from U.S. <laughs> yes, Please you sent that, that. You sent that email from a Gmail Whatever. account you Look, created. They believe me. <laughs> <laughs> Trusted source at Gmail dot com. <laughs> so, uh, so whatever. Uh, I, 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 no, I don't think. Um, help her helps or her. I think it's irrelevant to all this stuff. I mean, Tata Martino. I don't think he cares for or is interested in the USMNT job. That's it's my opinion. Ridiculous. So, uh, whatever. All right. So, we are yawning. We're very tired. Uh, just keep in mind, to everybody listening, we did our best. I think, I think we it was... We tried really hard. I think it, I think it was still top quality. Uh, a, a tired Cooligan is still a funny Cooligan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> still worth listening to, that's for sure. Yeah, without a doubt. So, uh, thank you again for listening, man. I mean, look, uh, yes, shorter episode than usual. Uh, not, that, not that short. It's an hour and a half. <laughs> What is wrong with you people? <laughs> we can't stop doing this <laughs> yeah. for longer. This for- is us at 3.14 in the morning. <laughs> it's still an hour and a half episode. So uh, so we have to we have to stop recording and, and, and post this episode immediately. But before we do stop, I want you to know that if you live in Kansas City and you're not at the show, you're dead to us. <laughs> Very, yeah, no big deal. No pressure. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> just, uh, just a light threat uh, <laughs> to get you through the evening. Uh, but we can't even stress anymore, man. The, the the Walker Comedy Tour shows are so fun. I mean, we yes, we can speak highly of ourselves and be like, we're the best. Uh, blah, 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 blah. You guys but, know that already. Uh, I, had a, I had a great time watching Total Soccer Show do their thing. They brought, uh, you know, pe- there were audience involved. It was just genuine soccer fun. Look, no one knew what they were going to do when they got up there. I think they were a little nervous about it and they absolutely crushed and destroyed. Yeah. And yo, this needs to be said. You get to meet us at the end of the show. You get to come out. You get to hang out with us. You could buy a Gullius shirt. You could right? buy a Gullius shirt. Yeah. You could buy a scarf from the World Cup Comedy Tour. You could buy a World Cup Comedy Tour t-shirt. And it's, they're you could fly buy those insoles. They're fly as hell. We're handing out stickers. We're taking pictures. We're, we're shaking babies and kissing hands. We're doing <laughs> it all, baby. So, uh, WorldCupComedyTour.com and uh, the couple other cities. KC Improv, 7 o'clock. Yeah, be Tell there. your friends if you don't live in KC so to the, go to this. The remaining cities, Kansas. Uh, we have the Kansas, uh, Kansas City Improv. Uh, in Kansas City, Richmond, Virginia, Funny Virginia Bone, Virginia Beach, Virginia Beach, Funny Bone, Cincinnati, Funny Bone, Columbus, Ohio, Funny Bone, The Laugh Factory in Chicago, and then Atlanta Punchline. So I know again, some people these Atlanta. Oh, tickets. and if you're in Chicago, Christian and I are going to be making a little surprise drop in at one of those comedy clubs out there that weekend. Ooh. So. Wow. Just a little, just a little. Well, I learned this. I just learned this right now. Yes, he did. <laughs> uh, even though I shared your email with the booker, uh, <laughs> I believe they forgot to email you. But yeah, I got a date for you. Uh, you Sweet. know, that's that's just what we do. We go out, we perform stand up. You guys are going to get a chance to see that if you come to the World Cup Comedy Tour. And if you are not going to the World Cup Comedy Tour because we're not going to your city and you want to help us, you want to support us, one, go buy a Gullius T-shirt if you want. If not, just leave a five-star review. If you don't have the money to share, that's totally fine. Leave a five-star review. Say something a little nice. It'd be really helpful. That'd be very, very good. All right. You guys are the best, as always. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you thank you so much for listening to us on a, on a late 
Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, yeah. uh, after we've done stand up and had a bunch of beers uh, with, oh, yeah. <laughs> with with a bunch of fans. Uh, can't thank you guys hey, enough. Hey, Andrew Medina, do I sound tired on this episode too? Because <laughs> I know he was like, yo, you sounded like dog shit on that MLS All Star one or MLS Cup. I forget which one it was. That was All Star. All Star. So, uh, thank you again for listening. Uh, you guys are the absolute best. We're, we're going to be on this tour. Uh, we're going to be doing some other fun content with uh, Total Soccer Show. Yeah, and, follow uh, our social media. Follow our YouTube channel because there's going to be a couple videos. But we're doing – we've did stuff on, on Instagram Live. Uh, the, on Twitter is always popping. Uh, and there's going to be a couple videos on YouTube. So, Follow all those things because you want to be a part of uh, this tour and this experience, and there's a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff that's uh, fun and stupid and silly that I think you'll that, that I think you'll enjoy. You're gonna love it. All right, uh, thank you guys for listening again. My name is Christian Polanco. My name is Alexis Guerrero. And together, what are we? The, the Cool Again.